also at least two or three times a week a video chat her in the morning. Ah, that's what. She How's your social distancing? Yep, it's not going badly. I would say, um, I'm in a unique opportunity because I am considered essential. So on a very rare occasion, I see other humans beside my wife. Mm. But um, yeah, it's uh, it's tough. We didn't intro the episode. <laughs> <laughs> Well, we can do that now. Welcome to Salt the Earth, episode 17, Social Distancing Edition. Yay! Woo! We're struggling. It's, it's, a, it's a thing. It's yeah. tough. I'm, I'm Tori. Uh, I'm Matt. And this is us social distancing. Yep. Normally so, we're in the same room when we record. Mm-hmm. So this is kind of odd. Definitely. But we're getting there. I think it's tricky. At least, like, I'm an extrovert through and through, right? Like, my Myers-Briggs and my, what are the other ones? My Strengths Finder and my, uh, what was the other one called? The one starts with an E. Do you know what I'm talking about? No. Oh, Enneagram? Enneagram. My Enneagram, I'm an extrovert. Like, it's just, I'm designed to be an extrovert. Yeah. And uh, I'm not really super enjoying this which is funny because if you had asked me you know like a month two three months ago i don't even know what day it is uh like oh hey matt how would you like to uh work at home and never have to deal with people again i'd be like dope can i start now and now i'm like please let me uh go back to life yeah make it and i'm i'm like on that same boat like we're like i'm a huge extrovert to the point of my office, where my office is located in my building, is in the back of the office. And, like, three out of five days a week, I'm the only one in that hallway. So I spend the majority of my time walking around the building and going <laughs> to the other two buildings just to see people. Mm-hmm. Because I, like, desperately need people in my life. And so when we started this, it was kind of a nice change. I was like, oh, I can do this. And then, like, two weeks in, I was, like, calling your wife every five minutes. And I'm like, I can't do this. <laughs> Make it miss stop. people. Yeah, no, it's just been um, it's been a rough go. I've uh, found a bunch of new YouTube channels that have been occupying my time. That's good. And beyond that, just like a lot of online games, Discord and Zoom, with like family and friends. They're basically yeah, you know, been killing time. I really wish that I was being more productive with my time. I've actually been super productive. I've been more busy with work since this started than all the the past the past beginning of 2020 put together. I've been more busy mm-hmm. during this social distancing time, like getting the school ready for distance learning and all that. Like right. I've been working eight hour days, six days a week, six or seven days a week, really. Yeah, no, I've basically been like doing what I can with work, which is basically going to meetings and assembling a few boards here and there. Um, like harnesses and stuff, but like we're only testing the programs that are considered essential, which is agriculture. Oh. And um, we're just not making anything. It's not like we can't even sell any parts to GM or Ford or Chrysler because they're all shut down. GM's making ventilators. like. Right, like you're just doing what you can do. Yeah, so we're just kind of keeping the place afloat until we can get like, you know, all the programs back on track, which means that I have plenty of time but I'm spending all that time like playing video games, just 
farting around, not doing anything. I wish I was like outside more. My yard's a disaster site, and it was so nice last week. I really should have gone out there and like aerated and seeded. But you can do that this week. I probably will. I got grass seed, and it's gonna be rainy sometime this week, so maybe I'll be at least seeding. And um, I've got a little bit of lumber, so maybe I'll make a thing. Yeah, it looks like it's supposed to rain. Not till the weekend. Oh, no. Not till Sunday. You're fine. Sunday. It bites the big Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Um, so, yeah. yes. No. I, I was uh, being productive when left to my own reconnaissance. I think I need some sort of established thing. I'm, I'm not super You should super come up with a schedule for yourself. That's it. That's it. Like, I'm used to my schedule at work, and I'm very productive at work. But, like, I'm just not used to this. I've been sleeping in and staying up late, just destroying my sleep cycle. It's bad. Yeah. You definitely need to come up with a schedule. Like, I have been sticking more to my schedule since I've been working from home than before I ever worked from home. Yeah. Like, I've been beyond productive. I'm really impressed with myself. Not in my schoolwork, but in everything else. Which is why we're recording this podcast now instead of later, because I didn't want to do my paper. Right. So, good stuff. (laughs) Good. So Matt, what are we talking about today? Are we talking about social distancing or are we talking about yeah. UBI? What are we talking We're about? We're talking about how to stay faithful during how social distancing. How to stay distancing. faithful during social distancing. Okay. Now we're on the same page. Yep. Um, it's tricky is the long and short of it. Right? Okay. Like so I have already had a crappy Lent, right? I didn't really go in with a strong idea of what I wanted to do for Lent, and then I had to deal with this very early on in Lent up until the end of Lent. So, like, my Lent was bad. I didn't Mm -hmm. do the things that I expected myself to do or wanted myself to do. Basically only stuck to, like, a little prayer book through Lent. And so I'm, like, disappointed there, especially because I did, like, really well the last few years for Lent. Okay. With, like, keeping within what I wanted to get done. Sure. What I wanted to achieve. And uh, then just, like... um. I tend to keep my faith through like social activities with faithful people, whether that's our young adult ministry or the youth group or the junior high youth group or, you know, any number of things. Carly works at the church. So just being in the church for some reason or another for some time during the week, like that's where I get my faith because I get my faith by bouncing faith talk off of other people. Okay. And I'm really not, don't have a lot of opportunities to do that when i'm at home alone sure so have you been praying at all i have been praying by following said little book thing it's like a five minute devo a day oh that's fine but like it's just not i don't know it's not the same it's not what i want no you know, I think this, um, you know, we all kept saying that this isn't the Lent we wanted. But this is the Lent God gave to us. Mm-hmm. And I think it's been a really, like, I'm going to say this and it's going to sound weird, but I think it's been a really good Lent. Like, it's been a Lenty Lent. It's been the type of Lent that Jesus would have had. Like, Jesus, it's like... We, Jesus we didn't start... have a good Lent. He had a very bad Lent. But that's what I'm saying. Like, Lent started <laughs> off with, like, P- Palm Sunday, Jesus... Wa- you know, going into Jerusalem, everyone was like, yeah, go Jesus. And then this happens and everyone's like, boo. And that's what happened to Jesus. And I think it's the type of Lent Jesus would have had. 
Yeah. So, but like, like, for us spiritually, it's the good lens. Yeah, but, like, is it, though? Well, That's like, the thing, like, I'm not even really battling with my faith. You know, like, my faith grows when I'm challenged in some way. And I don't even have access to people who disagree with me to challenge me on my faith. It's just like me with my own thoughts, and nobody likes that. But maybe this is an opportunity for you to grow in your faith without being challenged in your faith. And that's fine. You don't always have to be challenged to grow in your faith. Maybe I do, though. No, no, <laughs> no. <laughs> no, like anybody can be grow in their faith without being challenged. So, like, you're doing your five-minute devos a day. Like, those are great. But, like, maybe you can up your prayer game a little more. Yeah, but, like, no. No, no, wrong. <laughs> I mean, like, I, I, you know, it's not just a five-minute devo. Like, I, I say my usual, you know, one, two, three, when I wake up, when I go to bed. Okay. But, like, it's just not, it feels like maintenance. It feels like you're going to the gym, but you're not pulling heavier weight or not running farther or faster. You know, oh, and you're that just makes kinda sense. Going and maintaining, and like that's fine, but like I, I don't. I think th- I've prayed more, yeah, during this time than I have like before this time. What is pushing you to do that? Like, what is the draw? So for me, a lot of it, like a lot of it, started when I started working at the school, helping with distance learning, and then I was like in fear that I was gonna lose my job, like very much fearful that I was gonna lose my job. Uh, so it was like a. Dear Lord, please don't let me lose my job type right. of thing. And because I have one of those jobs that, like, even if I lost my job, I have to still do it. Like, I can't stop being a youth minister. Like, it just, it doesn't happen that way. Right. Um, and I can't leave my students hanging. Like, how awful for them. Mm-hmm. So, like, even if I had been laid off from my job, I would still be doing my job. I just wouldn't get paid for it. But I think, for me, a huge push for this was knowing that this is the Lent God has given us. So maybe I should dive into that further. So for me, leading up to this, St. Joseph was really on my heart a lot. And he kept like popping out to me in my life. And like friends would point St. Joseph out to me or my parishioners or coworkers would point St. Joseph out to me. Like how like certain things about him to the point of like my friend suggested. She goes, Tori, do you know anything about St. Joseph? I'm like, well, I know he was Jesus's dad, like stepdad. Like, mm-hmm. and a carpenter. Like, I got that. And she's like, no, I think you should really, like, reach out and start, like, praying with St. Joseph. And I said, okay. So I have this little prayer card sitting in front of me right now. And it's a St. Joseph prayer card. And it's a gorgeous prayer card, by the way. It's from Heart of Jesus Etsy shop. And so I pray with this every day. And I think having St. Joseph pray with me every day has really helped me lean into what the type of father God the Father is during this time. Uh that's interesting. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I can do that. Why? Like, I'm capable of doing that. Because yes, you it are. feels like an act that I'm putting on. Like, it doesn't feel real for me to just, like, wow. do the same prayer. Like, I do rosaries sometimes at, like, events, like, special events. Or not special. Like, usually, like, funerals or that kind of thing, right? That's, like, when I feel that the rosary is, like, the most powerful but mm-hmm. like I felt like um repetitive prayer for the sake of it doesn't like I don't feel anything when I do it. And that's fine. Maybe you need a different type of prayer life then. Like maybe your little devotional helps you, but maybe if you ask certain saints to pray with you while you're praying that that might help. Or maybe if you read are you reading scripture during this time? 
Only to argue with people on Catholic Reddit. You know, scripture can be used for more than argument. <laughs> oh, I don't, I don't I'm know where. It's mostly like I'm not using it to win the argument. It's mostly like, oh, that doesn't sound right. Put that scripture back in context. Stop that. So then and I learn the context, and like then like I, I feel like those are the kind of challenges that I need. You know. Okay. And, but I'm sourcing it from a very toxic place, which is Catholic Reddit. Yeah. <laughs> No. No, I think maybe if you, like, challenged yourself, instead of having someone else challenge you, if you challenged yourself to read the scripture every day, the same scripture every day for a week, you know, read Matthew 1 through 5 every day for a week, Mm -hmm. just keep reading that over and over and see how God's talking to you in that, I think that would be a good way for you to really dive deep into your spiritual life. Or maybe read something from the Old Testament. Like, maybe you like the Old Testament better. Like, that's fine. Uh, I like the Old Testament because it's, like, a fantasy. Like, it reads like a fantasy book. Oh, okay. Yes, correct. That's not what I meant by that. Yeah, but you get it. Um, Yes. Like, it's wild and crazy. I feel like the New Testament is, like, well within the realm of, like, what I can imagine. Right. Where, like, the Old Testament's like, what is happening right now? (laughs) Yeah, so maybe read the Old Testament and be like, you know, what is happening in life right now, God? Well, David beat Goliath, and (laughs) that was kind of crazy, so apply that to your life, says God. And not to say that this is easy. Like, this is not easy for anyone now. No, it's definitely not. Um, I think, you know, being away from the sacraments, being away from church, but being away from just, like, the people we're used to seeing mm -hmm. is not a pleasant thing. Right. Yeah, no, it's been a, that's been tough too. I think that um, something that Carly and I were talking about during the Project YM last week, um, she said like, I don't really listen to praise and worship music anymore because it always happened at church and at work at church. But like, she works from home now. So like, she kind of made like an effort to like, start playing some praise and worship stuff while she was working. And I was like, that's a cool idea. Mm-hmm. And then, um... Something that I used to do when it was summertime is I would learn all the praise and worship songs on guitar from, uh, like, group. Like, their right. group playlist for the year. But, like, it probably isn't going to be a group this year, so maybe I'll just... But does that mean you can't still learn no, the songs? No, that's what I'm saying. Like, maybe I'll just hunt down some songs to learn on my own yeah, like, instead of the usual you No, know, My Lighthouse is a goodie, but an old goodie. <laughs> you know what I meant. Yeah. No, My oh, Lighthouse is uh-huh. fine. It's not a fun guitar song. Like, it's very much a, uh, like, three-chord strummer. Like, there's not a lot of technical talent to playing right. it. Right. And you um, need a nice little, like, drummy drum thing. Yeah. Or maybe that's cajon. what I'll do. I'll build a, a djembe. Is that what? No, not a djembe. A cajon. A cajon. That's it. Djembe. I almost bought one the other day. Don't buy one. They're so easy to make. But, like, I'm not going to ever make one in life. It literally takes zero effort. You get three pieces of plywood and one piece of really thin plywood, and you screw them together, and then you beat on the thin side. If you want to have a snare sound, you leave a little corner open so that you can have, like, a little slappy sound of the thin piece of wood on the thick piece of wood. If you want a deeper bass, you cut a different sized hole in the back. Very You want to know why I didn't buy one? Why? Because I can't keep a rhythm or a beat when I'm, like, 
clapping along to songs, so I decided a cajon would not be good for me. You know, practice makes perfect. I like to think that I can sing better than I used to be able to before I picked up, like, non-drum instruments. Mm-hmm. Um, I like to think that one day I'll be sing like capable of singing in key. I won't, but that's okay. <laughs> I sing anyway. I, I sing loud so that God can hear how bad I am and fix it. <laughs> <laughs> that's what someone told me to do once. Like, if you have a whole singing voice, sing louder and God can hear you and hear how bad or something like that. That's like one of the best old school, like, musician, faith musician jokes. Always a go-to. My grandpa told me that joke when I was like four, and I've heard it a million times since then. <laughs> yeah. So what other ways do you think you can stay, or like our listeners could stay faithful during this time? Um, I think that one thing that has been helping me is I've found some like solace in meditation. Uh, okay. What's the app that I've been using? I've been using an app. One second. Is it Hello? Find it. No, it's not Hello. It's not a Christian thing. It's just like a meditation app. Oh, okay. Headspace. Oh, okay, yeah. And um, I've heard of Headspace. And there's also one called Mindfulness. Yes, I know both of those. So, and that's been helping you. Uh, that has just been helping me with the anxiety around it, right? So okay. Um. I think that I operate better when I'm like more centered on the task, whatever the task is. And um, I often get drawn far from the beaten path because of just distractions, especially while working from home. Because there's Carly and there's dogs and there's all these freaking people in my neighborhood who make a bunch of noise. And I love them all for the most part. <laughs> and I'm called to love the rest of them. And I recognize that that is a challenge for me. Okay. But, um, like, there's a lot of distractions. So, like, having some time set aside where, like, I'm able to kind of practice centering myself and getting rid of the distractions. Not, like, hating the distractions, but just recognizing they're there and getting back to the center. Then yeah, I'm able, no, that's super I'm important. better able to focus on my work. I'm better able to focus on whatever I'm currently trying to do. So that's been big for me. And I think I can recommend meditation to pretty much everyone. It's super weird, especially when you first do it. But then, like, it's really peaceful and enjoyable. If you want to mix in some yoga, just, like, hold a pose. It doesn't need to be, like, crazy, like, changing up. But, like, hold, you know, whatever. Some simple cross-legged nonsense. all these things can be used in a Christian aspect. Oh, yeah. Of course. I just know that. I wanted to say that because I know some people are, like, when they hear yoga, they're like, oh, that's, like, yeah, people anti-Catholic. Say it's like, and it's ooh, not. voodoo. But like, like it's just... if you're doing yoga in the sense of like praying to a Hindu god, well, yeah, right. That's that's not okay. No, but like, but if you're doing yoga to center yourself so you can focus better on God, mm-hmm. that's fine. Yeah, I did a uh, back when my gym was still open. I used to do like a yoga at the gym once a week, and it was just very simple poses held for a really long time. It was great stretching after like a week of like hard workouts. And I could spend time away from a phone, away from, like, distraction, and just be in a place and pray and be quiet and focus on myself. And we don't do that anymore as a society. And now is such a good opportunity because there's no way that the vast majority of people are doing their usual workload. No, I agree. 
And so like now is the opportunity to kind of focus on that. And I need to practice what I preach most certainly. And I don't always. So I'll, I'm going to make the commitment to be doing it too. So we'll be doing it together. Yeah, meditating something I've always wanted to try, and I've just never had, like, the discipline to do it. Um, you should have Brad so I don't know take you to a uh, root. Is that what it's called, root? I have no idea. The the, the, the easy yoga. Yoga on he, easy mode. He wants to. He I, It's me who's just like, I can't do yoga. It's not, like, hard yoga. You're, like, sitting and then laying down and then sitting again. Like, it's not like you're doing tree pose with one hand upside down, <laughs> balancing on your forehead. Like, no, it's just like sit cross legged. Now, sit in a slightly different way of cross legged to stretch your quads. And then now we're laying down and we're stretching our tries. Like, that's it. Like, I could probably handle it. I just, and I really do need to step out of my box and certain things a little better. Like that. Definitely recommend. And I. Well, like, I don't know how I'm going to word this. Like, I feel bad. I was just talking to my mom about this. She's like, maybe this is just, like, a thing that God has given us to, like, be like, y'all need to get your act together. And I'm like, I don't think God works that way. But I also don't think he's not using this for the good of all of us. So, like, I'm trying to be super intentional in my prayer life and in my faith mm-hmm. life right, right now. Recognizing I don't always do a good job. Yeah. Like, sometimes... I get up in the morning and like, I've been trying to do this thing where like, so my biggest joke in life has always been, I need the first 30 minutes of my morning to myself. I'm the even same Jesus way. doesn't mind, but I'm starting to think Jesus might mind a little bit. <laughs> so I'm trying to give him the first five minutes of my day uh, where like I roll out of bed and my feet touch the ground and I just say a quick like morning prayer and I haven't done it in a week because that's how bad. No, I'll do my prayers once I sit down on my desk and everything, but I'm not doing my morning offering and stuff. And that's kind of bothering me. But the other thing I'm not doing regularly right now is being thankful for the things I have. And that's super frustrating for me in my faith life because there is so much to be thankful for right now. Do you have like a typical prayer that you run through? Um, so like my prayer goes no. like start with thankfulness, then ask for help, then end with thankfulness, right? Like that's how it's always been for me for oh, a Oh, that's what you time. mean? Yeah. Like, there's an order to it. It's not, like, the same prayer every time. Far from it. But, like, um, you know, I I'm try to focus on being thankful. I recognize that I am in such a privileged, blessed position to be where I'm at with my life, with my wife, with my economic position, all these things. I recognize just how privileged that I am. And so I'm always very thankful for that. But then I need to ask God for some help sometimes and I, I don't want to feel bad about that either so I always go into like asking God and I try to be specific um I'm not usually a huge fan of like world peace God like that'd be cool but also I'm realistic <laughs> right and that's you know some people there are people who are praying for world peace yeah, and if that's and not more you, power okay. to them I just can't <laughs> that's fine yeah, and so, like, in that sense, yes, I do. I have, like, a typical prayer structure. Like, I open up my prayer with praise for God. I offer him thanks for everything I have. If I need anything, I ask him for certain prayers. Or if I'm giving prayer intentions for someone else, I do that. Mm-hmm. And then I end with thanks and praise. So, yeah. Maybe that's another suggestion. Figure out what your prayer actually looks like. 
Yeah, that's a great suggestion. Be intentional about it. A lot of that was like a big transformative moment for me when I was a little bit younger and I figured like okay um prayer needs to be intentional. How do I make it intentional, right? And that was one sure. of the ways to do it was to give it it didn't have to be very structured. It didn't have to be just 10 hour fathers and a Hail Mary, but it had some structure to it, some intentionality to it where I kind of knew what that prayer looked like in advance. It made it very much more approachable. So if you're one of these people who struggles with just like busting out a prayer for the sake of it, now is probably a good time to, you know, think about that. Maybe write it down, maybe journal about it. Yeah. And for me, I've been using for probably a couple years now on and off. I use the app called Echo and our youth ministers across the archdiocese are now using this as well. But um, it's just this app that you can add your prayers to, and then you hit pray, pray now, and it walks you through all the apps, all the prayers that you have to pray for. And for me, it's helpful because I'll often say, oh, I'll pray for you. And I, with my students, I pray for them right there and that. But I also write them down. And mm-hmm. so this is a nice app that I can write down, and I can remember if I forget to pray for them again. But I also have some like prayers that I like to say in the morning. So like, I have a morning offering prayer that I found several years ago. Mm-hmm. Because my brain does not function in the morning until I'm, like, dressed, washed my face, have some coffee, ate some breakfast. Then I'm a functioning human. Right. Um, so I have to, like, if I want to do my morning offering, I have to read from this thing. And I've been praying this morning offering on and off for three years. And I still can't remember it because it's in the morning. So I think finding rote prayers like that sometimes, especially if you're not a morning person, can help you as well. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with rote prayers. Yeah. I think it's like finding whatever works for you is very beneficial or is the goal. You know, if it works for you, then that's all it needs to be. And I think if you're someone who's used to being around a lot of people right now, and that's where you like, if you're like Matt and you find your faith life when you're around surrounded by other people, make sure you're joining virtual Bible studies or online prayer groups or stuff like that. Like, or even start something with your group of friends and be like, Hey, you guys, we need to meet up and we need to pray once a week. Like maybe we should just read this, you know, my friends and I were reading from the book of Esther. Mm-hmm. So we're reading the book of Esther. We meet once a week on Thursdays. We talk about what we read and, and how God moved in our lives. Like it's super simple. Yeah. And if you got nothing, um, reach out. We could help you find some stuff. We do things and we're fun. We do things. And we're fun. And we're fun. Yeah, you had to reiterate that. that. I think we're fun. We've been playing D&D lately. This is totally off topic. No. But But I had always said... Episode 11 or something. 14. Oh, yeah, we did have that. And I always said I was never going to play D&D because I'm not playing games. Mm -hmm. But then I created a character and I really like my character, so I'm kind of a fan now. (laughs) I just like my character's name. That's really all I've got going for me, and that's okay. Lemley? You were, like, the main character last week. I know. That was really exciting. I did, like, all the things, and that was fun. Mm -hmm. And there was no dragon bed, so I was okay with that, too. There was no bed dragon. Bed dragon. So you didn't know this, but, like, and this is totally off topic, but, like, normally it's a red dragon, right? So there's dragons in D&D that have different colors, and red dragons are, like, bad dragons, and different colors mean different things. There's, like, wise dragons, and there's evil, and there's good dragons. So bed dragon was like a pun, a really bad pun. Okay. <laughs> at that. Because like 
it's not a red dragon. It's a bed dragon. Because it's a dragon that's a bed. That was just the whole ah. meme. It was just a meme. That no one understood. Uh, Brad and Eric understood it. Oh, and That okay. was really all that mattered. Maybe Maya. Maybe Brendan. Maybe Brendan. D&D people. People who, like, played it more than once. Got it. I've played it twice now, guys. I'm a pro. You're a pro. I'm a pro. I still don't know what I'm doing or which dice to roll, but I'm <laughs> figuring it out. The The number corresponds to the number next to the D on whatever you're rolling. I know, but it's just very confusing. And then Brad's like, it's the one that looks like a pyramid. And then I pull out the one that looks like two pyramids smushed together. He's like, that's not what a pyramid looks like. Well, and like, I just was confused. Yeah, D4s are the worst anyway because you step on them. And if you think stepping on a Lego is dead, <laughs> oh my goodness. So yeah, play D&D online. Get a Roll20 group going. There's another idea. You could Yeah, you know, find, just do like, something that makes you feel good. Catholic D&D campaign. I'll bet you one exists, and it's probably pretty all right. Catholic setting for D&D. That's hysterical that one of that exists. There is a big, huge thread on catholicforums.com, or forums.catholic.com, talking all about uh, Catholic D&D. So get yourself a player's handbook. There's a digital copy for free online, and uh, run with it. That could be fun. Yeah. I mean, do something right now that helps you center yourself, mm-hmm. but then remember the things that God has given you. And yeah. like, I think if we, if we focus on those things, I don't think we can go wrong type of situation I we're agree. in right now. So yeah, pray more, center yourself, pray and have fun and have fun. Take advantage yeah. of the opportunity that you have in front of you. It may not be the one that you wanted, but it's the one that you got. So live with it. And, uh, and I think if you find someone you really like, like, I mean, like Matt said in the last episode, this is a great opportunity for us to watch Mass from pastors that we never get to, you know, be, be with. So go watch Father Mike Schmitz. Yeah. Because he's really cool and he does a great Mass and a great homily. So, like, go watch him for a while or go watch Father, I found Father Otis, oh, what was his name? Father Otis... It was like Sukier or something. It was an it was a weird last name, but he it was an awesome. Yeah, he did an awesome mass. So like, just YouTube Catholic masses and watch mass every. Do go to daily mass, guys. Daily mass is great, and the best part is you don't even have to leave your bed. You should leave your bed, but you don't even have to leave your bedroom. Right. I've been trying to do daily mass. I've been failing, so I do it at least twice a week. That's good. I'm not trying to do daily mass. Maybe I should. I've been watching Father Mike Schmidt's mass and his video. So that's... I think you would like daily mass. Yeah. I-, I like the idea of daily mass. I just don't. I've never done it really or never like intentionally anyway. Yeah. It's something I've always wanted to do like in real life is go to daily mass every day. But then I'm like a lazy sinner. <coughs> Aren't we all? I know. I just realized I can see when you mute your microphone. Yeah, that's how I can cough without people saying that I got the virus, got the Rona. Oh, that's good. Yeah, I sniff, I cough, I, I mute myself when I sniffle. Now what are you doing? I was adjusting my mic stand. Well, that oh, concludes okay. episode 17 of Salty Earth Podcast. Um, yeah, okay. Thanks for listening. Follow us on uh, Instagram, like us on Facebook, support us on Patreon, and on Bonfire.
dope.